What's up, party people? On this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast, we talk about this wild, wild, insanely high scoring week that passed with a bunch of monstrous players killing it out there for fantasy. We'll talk about all that, recap it, and of course, let you know who is waiver wire worthy. All that and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, brain. You don't like me and I don't like you. But let's just do this and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. Podcast. This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. People. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome to another fantastic episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless here on my co-host, live and direct with much respect. Alex Marchetti, what's up, BFAs? Party people, It's why are you holding your head like that? Nobody can see this. It's bad for radio when I talk about something. What, what, what's the matter? No, because I lost in, I think, all my leagues. Except my rookie league. You lost everyone? Yeah, except my rookie league. So you went one and four? One and four. I went four and one. Thank you, Baker Mayfield. I, All I needed was six <laughs> points from you, man. Six <laughs> points. Nope. You had 100 yards, a fumble, twin toes. <laughs> Did you watch that game? No. No? No. So there was like five minutes left, I think, and uh, the Niners punted the ball. Odell Beckham gets the ball. You know, he's returning the punt. And, he, and then he's just scrambling, scrambling. He goes left. He goes left. He's, he he doesn't try to go down at all. He's trying to break a big play. Mm-hmm. Then he goes right. Then he goes back. Then he had nowhere to go. So he just fumbled the ball. I was like, this is where I'm going to get my six points and finally win my matchup. Right. Because that's all I needed. Right. That's all I needed was right. six points. And no, <laughs> that game was horrendous last night. <laughs> Odell Beckham fumbled the ball. I was like, what are you doing at the bar? <laughs> uh, I'm like, if I would have won that, that matchup, I'm like, all right, at least I'm two and three. Weren't you working? Yeah, but at that time it was. So wait, no, this is at work. You're yelling, what are you doing at yeah. TV? So all the staff got to see a little different side of you? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, it was just Tommy and uh, I think Tommy and Bobby. Uh, all right. And, and then um, I was like, oh, man, really lost. I really lost. But anyway, that's that's fantasy fantasy life for you. And, um, um, welcome I, back, guys. I got to give a shout out to Kento because what a we like. So I thought I was going. So I knew I was looking at when I was looking at my leagues. You know, like you kind of like judge ahead of how many what could get. Like you know, you don't go. You look at the projections and then you kind of like right because you got to look at the projections. Like they're just there. It's you can't just ignore it. And then you kind of like look at um. Look back and forth at everything else. You're like, all right, so like, you know, if, if this guy could score this much, this guy could score this much. Oh man, like this guy could definitely catch up. Like, why is the projections projections like this? I could def- definitely lose it, right? Like, you know what I'm talking about. You know, yeah. you've experienced all that. So with uh, with with Kento, boy, man, did we did we have a wild wild? I was like thinking in my head, I was like, all right, this one I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna definitely lose this one because there's just no way I could win it. 
boy, was I wrong. And I came back and I won that. I don't know how I won that matchup. But put it this way. This, I think this is the second week in a row where Kento scored the second most highest points. Ended up losing to the person who scored the most highest points, which is me. So it's like, first of all, I didn't think the Eagles defense was going to score me 44 points. Well... It was it wasn't Sam Darnold out there, right? No, I get it, it but, they, <laughs> but still, I, all right. So look, like Kento had these players who killed, like Tom Brady, thirty points, good. Okay, Alvin Kamara, sixteen, not killed, but all right. Marlon Mack, eighteen, and Marlon Mack was the guy who had to go off to win Kento the the league. So I was like, one more, like like one like touchdown or touchdown catch, Marlon Mack. They I like this, Marlon Mack. Did you watch that game? No, okay, cool. because Continue. the thing is, I'll tell you why in a little bit. All right, later, Amari Amari Cooper killed with forty three points. He right, killed, yeah. Allen Robinson killed with 28 points. His Redskins, his Patriots defense with 21, even his kicker with 10. So, like, his team did really good. But, of course, on my team, like, I was like, I thought it was no way I was going to win this. But on my team, I had, oh, first of all, and I played Tyler Eifert. I apologize. It did not work out. I apologize for everybody who took my advice and it failed. Uh, Tyler Eifert with his small, measly three points. Yeah, which is the worst production by a tight end against the Cardinals, but that's not your fault. That's well, that's not it's your Andy fault. Your, fault. You're, you're playing. You're playing what the matchup gives you, and the Cardinals were one of the worst in giving. And Tyler Eifert, points, besides you know? his so, in, you know his injury history, he's a good tight end. He's very talented. He's a good tight end. The only thing is, he, he does split uh, split uh, snaps with uh, CJ Uzama. What's his name? CJ Uzama. Yeah, Uzama. Yeah. Anyways, but so I had and oh, and Lamar Jackson throw me all those interceptions. I'm like, there's no way I'm gonna win this. And Robert Woods didn't have a good game on Thursday with nine. I was like, guys, right, I'm off to a bad start. But then my not my Eagles, but excuse me, the whoa. Eagles defense, the Eagles whoa, defense, whoa, 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 take the Eagles defense, okay, forty four. My defense, which was the Eagles, what? what eh, nope, don't say my forty four points. Okay. Chris Godwin got me 31 points. I was like, if Chris Godwin gets me a little bit more, and he got me that extra touchdown. Aaron Jones with the 49 points. Have yourself a day. And it was just... He, he, did, he did the Al Bundy. He did. He did. He did an Al Bundy. He scored four touchdowns. Not a career. <laughs> in one game. In one game. <laughs> also surprisingly, Aaron Jones made all city in 66. Wow. Oh, and he wears number 33. That <laughs> yeah. is Al Bundy's number. <laughs> did, you ever, Al, did you ever hear the episode where Al Bundy would explain why he has number 33? No. He told to his son, he was like, you know why I wore number 33 in high school? Because that's how many women were in line to ride the wild Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's good. Al Bundy's the All best. Right, continue on. <laughs> we could just talk about Al. You, you ever hear his like, jokes about like, like when he makes fun of fat women? Oh my God! It's, just, it's At so the shoe mean. Store? Yeah, like the the fat lady's like, "You'll be hearing from my attorney." And he goes like, "Oh, is that the law offices of Hagen and Daz?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Let's go somewhere where they treat us with some respect." And he's like, "I tried the moon. You're way less." <laughs> uh, uh, uh. All right, all right. Anyways, this, oh, this is so much you can go without Bundy. So much. We'll do a whole episode entire. That's episode. rambling. Can talk. All right. Like when his <laughs> wife is sick, it's like, "Where's my orange juice?" He goes, "Florida, I reckon." <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Moving on. Forget it. Forget it. We're getting caught up too much. But the point was, Aaron Jones. That is wild. That Aaron Jones, yeah, with the four touchdowns, and it just like it is like when Aaron Jones and Amari Cooper, like Amari Cooper's getting all these catches, and Aaron Jones score. Like, like Amari Cooper, stop, stop. I have a lead, and you keep shrinking for me. Like, cut this out. So I ended up being up by twenty four. Right? Was I up by twenty four? Whatever I was up by six, uh, seventy nine. No, whatever it was. Like, tw- so twenty eight. With Marlon Mack going. So when he had 18, I was like getting nervous. But 
Kento ended up scoring 167 points. I ended up scoring 176, which is a pretty wild outcome. Sorry, Kento. Yeah. my uh, In my Dynasty League, in my, my Dynasty League, all my players went off in my Dynasty League, too. Like, we're going to talk about all these players, too, in a sec. But, like, of course, Christian McCaffrey. Like, who did, oh, John, like, John Riley texted me. He's like, damn, all your players went off. I'm like, you know what? Because John's, like, such a lovable guy. Everybody loves John Riley. I'm like, it felt wrong. Like, I, I felt wrong just, like, just beating you the way I did. I like Matt Ryan with 36, Christian McCaffrey with 47, uh, David Johnson, 18, Tyler Boyd, 28, Julian Edelman, 25, George Kittle with 20. And then I had on my bench the 49ers defense with 22 and DJ Chark with, uh, you know, his 30 plus point, 36. Yeah, he went off. On my, so. on my bench. So let's just get into it. Let's talk about a little bit about these guys. Um, <laughs> let's start off today with Will Fuller. Yeah, he he was the the good streamer option of the week. Uh, congrats to Juan, the special Juan who claimed him off waiver because someone dropped him, and I saw him out there. I was like, ah, uh, and I you know put a bid, didn't get him, and look what he did. Went off. You know what's crazy? I'm just reading right now in the sleep rack. I was trying to trade for him, too. You were trying to trade for Will Fuller? Well, yeah. speaking about Will Fuller, you did mention he would be a good play this week. So kudos on that. Kudos on that to you, doggy. Grazie. Kudos on that. Grazie. So I was just pulling up the sleep rap just to look a little bit, some stats about Will Fuller. And I opened up our league check by So if you look in the sleep rap, if you're not in the sleep, if you haven't been on the sleep rap, if you don't play your league on it, um, which we hold our dynasty on, every week you get a weekly report and it tells you about the best managers, the worst managers, the best play of the week, and this, that, and the third, right? So Correct. I got I got the weekly report. I scored the second highest points this week. The second highest points. The only one I lost to is the guy that has, you know, Aaron Jones, even though I had Christian McCaffrey. I had a I had 194 points. The guy who scored the best was 214 points, which is Ramsey and Alexander. Shout out to them. I still got worst manager. I scored the second highest points of the week. Because you had DJ Chark. I set the worst your bench. I set the worst lineup and I only scored 78% of my perfect lineup, which I could have scored a perfect 250 points if I put all my best players in my lineup. Yep. 250. Shame on you. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> all right. So anyways, Will Fuller, like you said Juan picked him up and had him and he was uh was a great great Day for him. Uh, the Falcons defense sucks. So just play any wide receivers, receivers against the Falcons. That's the next co- uh, coach to get canned. Quinn, he's definitely going to get canned. I mean, look at his co- first couple of games with Will Fuller. He had eight, 8.9, 8 points, 10.1, 5.3. And then he goes around and gets like 53 points. Yeah. And he could have had another touchdown. One of the highest. Yeah, he could. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got called back at the one yard line, whatever. Or like got, got tacked at the one, sacked at the one line. Like not. Tackle, and, and then he had another uh, like uh, end zone, red zone. Uh, he could have had five. Yeah. Could have had five touchdowns. He ended up with fifty three point seven points. Uh, one of the highest ever, besides uh, oh, what's his name, the guy from the Bears, the running back. Now I'm having a blank. What year? Gale Sayers, old, old. Oh, old. Gale. Yeah, I think it's Gale, Gale Sayers. Yes, yeah, so Gale Sanders. Sayers, I think. Sayers. Oh, we should know this. Now we look stupid. Nah, but that's. <laughs> Yeah, it's Gale Sayers. There you go. Okay, I got it right. Yeah, so Gale Sayers, include, I think only Gale Sayers and Clinton Portis have more fantasy points for him. Clinton Portis, yeah, he was a beast. Yeah, in no, one game. So. One game. And Watson went off. Watson, yeah. Like, this is the this is the thing. Like, Watson, no matter what kind of type of game he has, he's always a must-start type of player. Watson, 
had a, and you know what it is? It's, it's, you, you yourself should be frustrated with this because, um, you know, you're, uh, you're, uh, uh, what's his name? DeAndre Hopkins owner, of course. Right. Yeah. So it's got to be a little frustrating to you when Deshaun Watson throws the ball 33 times, right? He has, his, his percentage was 84.4%. He threw five touchdowns and after throwing it 33 times. He, so 28 of his passes got completed in five touchdowns. And then DeAndre Hopkins doesn't get one of those touchdowns. DeAndre Hopkins only has seven catches for like some odd yards. I'm okay with that because things are going are gonna to change. And now that, you know, Fuller had this explosive games, uh, game, Defense is going to prepare it with, for Will Fuller, yeah, so which is going to open up for DeAndre Hopkins. Right, but you got to, you know, if he's throwing five touchdown passes, you figured of one of those is going to be the Hopkins. You got to be somewhat frustrated yes. there. Yes, you know, you selected DeAndre Hopkins in your first round, so he's your first pick. To get his this first is, wide receiver off the board. This, this is what you expect. You expect 53.7. You don't expect 15 points, 18 points from him, you know. You want the 50 points, the 50 spot, the 40 spot. The 30 spots or at least make the top 12 you know the top one you know uh, you know right now byron pringle had more points than jesus DeAndre hopkins you know I, I did say byron pringle was a good play this week <laughs> that's my story and i'm sticking to it i said it what off, i said it off the air you said it off the air prove okay. me wrong <laughs> okay all right <laughs> i said yo you know it's gonna be a good play it's like yo flex who should i play this week like you should play brian pringle yeah, he's a like I did not say that ever. One of the surprising guys uh that you know, well obviously the reason why he scores so many points is cuz uh Sammy Watkins uh got injured with a hamstring. Yeah, but you figured DeMarcus Robinson and Miko Harmon be a little more involved, but you know, Patrick Mahomes just throws it to whoever he wants and they will be a stud. That's pretty much how it goes. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Um uh, Oh, wait, let me just uh, update everybody a little bit on the news about what's going on. So uh, Sam Darnold cleared to return for the Jets this week. He's been cleared his spleen. It looks like it's better. So he's cleared to return to play for the Jets this week. Uh, so so Sterling Shepard's going to be out this game against New England for the Thursday matchup. Also, Saquon Barkley's also going to unlikely play. And there is a real chance they're also going to be without Evan Ingram. Dealing with an MCL sprain. This is the problem with Evan Ingram from the beginning. The fact that he gets injured. Wow. Unfortunately so. Evan Ingram more likely will not play this week. Uh, pick up Darius Slayton. He Darius was a Slayton. 16 wide receiver last week uh, with 16.2 points. Uh, you saw what he did. You know, he got a big big touchdown. So, you know, all you, that's all you expect from him. And he's definitely going to get more targets this this week coming up. Yeah. In a short week. You know, Sterling Shepard's not going to play Evan Ingram. There's going to be at least, uh, I, th- I expect double digits. I wouldn't targets. play any Giants, though, really, to be honest with you. Not against the Patriots defense. It's a short week, and Evan Ingram would have been the bi- only bi- one. weeks, you know, you have bye weeks here, so. Yeah, I still. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that when we have our uh, next show about right. talking about the lineups. Uh, Zay Jones is traded to the Raiders. That's like our unfulfilling news of the week. And Dynasty pick up Robert Foster from the Bills. That's a good, that's a good uh, pickup. Uh, the Titans signed Cody Parker, and yeah, that's most of the news. Agent P- uh, AJ Green is out this week against um the Baltimore Ravens. T- Tyreek Hill might make a return. That's pretty big. Tyreek Hill can make a return this week. That's big. And uh, if Auden Tate is still out there, scoop him up. Yeah. All right, that's some of the news. So let's keep on talking. So uh, another another wide receiver who killed this week. I believe it that said Field Yates said that this is the first time ever in fantasy football where five players have had over 40 points 
in one week. I think this is the first time. I think I believe that's what Field Eight said that this is the first time ever that five players have had over forty points in a week. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. And if, for wide receivers alone, six are uh, scored more than thirty points. Six of them. Yeah, it's been a wild <laughs> week. It was. It really was a wild, wild week of just like this crazy high scores. Uh, Michael Thomas, thirteen catches. I'm oh, sorry, eleven catches. Oh, excuse me. For eighty-four yards and two touchdowns, like. You know, his, his catching rate is also crazy. Uh, it's interesting to see that Teddy Bridgewater, 3-0, and it starts without Drew Brees. Drew Brees is throwing uh, again on the sidelines. Kyle Allen is, uh, is undefeated, too. He's Kyle. 3-0. Yeah, he's making it making it difficult for uh, Cam Newton. Yeah. Which, and Christian McCaffrey's been killing since Kyle Allen's been on. So, for, you know, as far as Teddy Bridgewater, he's definitely, in Dynasty, he's still available. I say definitely pick him up, stash him. You know, and you know, or play him if you need him for the next couple of weeks. But he's definitely a good stash for at least next season because he's definitely going to get a contract. You know, if unless Drew Brees retires, he will stay with the Saints. If not, he's going to get a big contract with another team and get the opportunity. <laughs> so, hey, hey, pick him up, <clears throat> Teddy Bridgewater. Um, yeah. What's another big game for Chris Christian McCaffrey? And he does what he does, and it's just always, always good. I am, you know what? I'm just so happy that I have him in my dynasty league. I'm so happy I own Christian McCaffrey. I'm, I'm happy for you. I wish I was you. Right now, I wish I was you. Uh, another I'm just one scared that he might die or something. They're just running him to the ground. Yeah, yeah. He's he's getting abuse out there. So I do suggest if you do have. CJ McCaffrey. Do you want me to sit him to not run into him in the ground? No, my yeah, dynasty. Yeah. Now, if you do have Christian McCaffrey, I do suggest go and pick up Bonifon. I think that's how you pronounce his name. The rookie running back of the Carolina Panthers. Bonifon? Bonifon. B O N N A F O N. I think you, that's how. Are you, you just guessing over here? Well, I don't have it on me, but I know I know he he's a rookie there. Reggie Bonifon. Right? Yeah, but it says right now the backup is Alex Armin. Arma. Nah, pick up pick up this kid. That, that, that that's he's a second running back on the depth chart. Well, you, did you see he had a big play once? Uh, Christian McCaffrey got hurt, right? Supposedly uh, yeah, cramps. He cramps. He's up. the one that started, you know, touching the ball, and you know he broke he broke out a big run with a touchdown. So I, I do say is is him that you have to like target. It's my waiver wire pickup. L- look at Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray was the top five quarterback, number five. You know how many passing touchdowns he had? How many? Zero. <laughs> and I think this is going to change because, like, he's been relatively good. He's been a top 10 uh, quarterback without getting a lot of touchdown conversions in the passing game. And, you know, it's that's going to change. And if it does change, he's he, he could elevate to be a top three quarterback. Just mm-hmm. let him, you know. We'll see. We will see. Uh, let me ask you a question, DJ Chark. Do you the Charknado? Do you think that he is a weekly must start? He's a high wide receiver three with upside. High wide receiver three with with upside. You have him as a high wide receiver three. Yeah, he's your he's your solid. He's he's your must start flex play. He's the fifth wide receiver overall I right know. now. But you still consider him a wide receiver three? All right, let's say you selected. You know he had a touchdown right, last say, week that got called back. Let's say you back. drafted DeAndre Hopkins and you got uh, T.Y. Hilton, right? Right. 
So, you know, he, he, he'll he be your third wide receiver. That's now, on that in team. Bi- now, in bye weeks, right, he's a wide receiver, too. That's no, he but he's on that team. Nah, I, I I strongly disagree with you. I, I, I see him. You don't see him as a top 20 wide receiver? And in the season as a top 20? Yeah, he does. He so that's a wide receiver, too, is what you see him as. Yep. Well, in bye weeks, I'm saying wide receiver, too. That's where I see him. He's a, he's a wide receiver, three. With upside, you're giving with him the bye I, weeks. I think it's wide receiver two. If you're telling me he's a wide receiver three, you're telling me that he's more like a in between the thirties. You think he's in the thirties, and he's not, dude. He's the fifth wide receiver overall right now. He's up there right now with with you know like look, look <laughs> you know like that's like saying like you consider Tyler Lockett like a wide receiver three, wide receiver you know is a wide receiver two like right like that. But he's like the fifth best wide receiver. He had a touchdown that got called back last week. He hit he had a touchdown, but he got called back. All right, so you see him as a wide receiver one. I see him as like a high wide receiver too. All right, high wide receiver too. Yeah, not wide receiver three is giving him no credit. <laughs> All right, well no, but he's, but so is he a must start for you? Because he's up there as like the he, must starts he, of the week. No, yeah, he's a start. He's a start. You know, he is a start. Yeah, would you start him over to Terry McLaurin this week? Yes, even though he's going against the doesn't matter. Dolphins doesn't matter. Terry McLaurin's going against the Dolphins. No, I uh, start uh, DJ Shark. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. It's it's he's having. Him and guard, he's like he's definitely been the best wide receiver out of there. In, in dynasty, I'll go for Terry. I'll go, you know, try to trade for Terry McLaurin, but but uh, DJ Would Shark. Would you trade is the DJ guy. Shark for Terry McLaurin in dynasty? No, I have DJ Shark in dynasy. Okay. Yeah, stay guy. stay with him. I remember when I, I remember I I know that uh, Juan liked liked him too, and when I drafted him in the in the draft for our league, I hear Juan goes like, because <laughs> he wanted him go. Nice, nice pick, player. <laughs> Nice pick player. <laughs> DJ Chalk. That's a good uh, impression. <laughs> that is how Juan sounds. Um so so yeah, it's, it's um and um Amari Cooper, we, we talk about he had a beast of a game, just kept getting the ball. There was no stopping Amari Cooper last week. There was none, no way to stop him. Um Is is he the number one offensive weapon for the Dallas Cowboys? Between him and Zeke, yes. Zeke or Amari Cooper, who's Zeke. the number one weapon? I would say I would still say Zeke. All right, but Amari Cooper is not far behind. Fair enough. Uh, to me, Ezekiel Elliott does step down a little bit uh, now because it seems like he's not involved in the passing game. As well, they're also I passing expected. the ball a lot more. Yeah, but he's not. He's not involved as he was last targets. year. Yeah, he's not involved as last year. Well, you know? Kellen Moore is running the offense a lot better. No, no, no. They're do- they're doing great, and then you know with um, Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup also came right back. You know, Michael degree. Gallup, so 24, that's, 20, you know, almost 25 points just about right, you know, right coming back from uh, from his injury and out for a couple of weeks. And just he's a, he's another one that's like a weekly flex play. Without so, a doubt. so there's a possibility where Ezekiel Elliott doesn't end up as a top five running back. There is a huge possibility with yeah. that, especially with the way Aaron Jones has been playing, too. Aaron Jones got unleashed last week. No Jamal Williams. That's what they have to do. And yes, they have to do that. And I, and I hope they Jamal Williams. I think should be back. I don't know about this week, but maybe next week. But when he comes back, if he goes back to a fifty-fifty, man, there I should hate be no reason for it to go back for fifty-fifty because Aaron Jones. And listen, the Cowboys' defense is good. We know the Cowboys' defense is good, right? It's 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 a very good defense. And still, he you know he rushed the ball for a hundred and seventy <gasps> yards. Uh, I mean, 107, 70, wow. 107 yards already, like Aaron Jones. So, Aaron Jones, and receiving the ball. Did you see one of those touchdowns where he was just like... 
Oh yeah, bye bye, bye bye. I saw it. it I kept just, running. Yeah, and it was funny because I was watching because I was watching the game with my wife because of course we you know my wife and I are big Giants fans. And then I, I actually you want to watch something else, honey? And she goes like, No, I love seeing the Cowboys getting beaten. She's like, It's <laughs> it's, it's it's nice. And she's a big Aaron. Rod- Not I want to say big, but she likes Aaron Rodgers because he's a good you know she's a fan of Aaron Rodgers. But she was we were both happy to watch the Cowboys game beat. Even though let's be and I'll be real, this is me being real. It got a little nervous at the end there. A little nervous at the end because they, they they caught up and they, and they made the game pretty interesting, but. Uh, when she was watching Aaron Jones and watching him score all these touchdowns, she's like, "Wow, he's pretty good." I was like, "Baby, he's on my." He's like, and she's like, "Do you have him on your fantasy football team?" Like, "Baby, he's on two of my teams. I have him." <laughs> good job, babe. Good job. <laughs> so, yeah, he he he's pretty good. And she's like, "Yeah, bye bye." And uh, yeah, so um, Aaron Jones, I hope stays unleashed, but Amari Cooper cannot be stopped. Uh, Adam Thielen also had himself a day against our Giants. Yeah, I was hoping it was Diggs, but nope. Christian Thielen. Christian Kirk came back to life. Back to life, back to reality. Yes. All right. So, uh, yeah. So he came back and then, uh, you know, having seven receptions, 130 yards and two touchdowns. Great day for Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins. It's, it, you know, it's going to be a joke down the locker room. I'm sure they're going to go to Kirk Cousins. Be like, Can I go on your podcast now? And can I complain about not getting the ball thrown? And can you apologize to me? Because he apologized to Adam Thielen on his podcast, uh, Kirk Cousins, and said, you know, hey, look, you know, whatever. Sorry. About not getting the passes out there. I gave him so now, a good so now, game. now, Stefan Diz like, listen, I'm, can I go on your podcast too? Yeah. Can you apologize to me and throw me the ball? Man, give it to Diggs. Come on, I'm happy that Kento had Diggs in that big game that we were playing. So yeah, I had Diggs. I started Diggs over Brita. Oh wow, yeah, yeah that's not good. Brita also had himself a day. Yeah, he's looking good. He, uh, he's the fastest ball carrier. He's smoking. He's looking good. Him, I I, I watched some games. Uh, Brita, I love Brita despite him, you know, splitting the shares with Tevin Coleman now that he's back healthy. And Marlon Mack, he's looking like a baby Le'Veon Bell out there. He he, he looks patient, waits for the, the, you know, the holes to open up, and then he goes. And he's looking really good. Marlon Mack, that's another player I would like to try to target in redraft and in dynasty. Yeah, Marlon, Marlon Mack had a pretty good game, and it, I mean, listen, it, it has a lot to do too with that elite offensive and line. It's, yes. it's considered elite, and see, that's one thing I told the Giants. I said if we did not take Saquon Barkley in that year in the draft, I wanted to have Quentin Nelson. And ever since they drafted He's such Quint- a beast. and ever since they drafted him, their offensive line has improved dramatically with Quentin Nelson there. And I said I would love to have Quentin Nelson if it wasn't for Saquon Barkley, and. That offensive line is doing so much better. Um, Chris Godwin, doggy. Yes, talk to me. Doggy. Yes. What did I do? Throughout the first five weeks, it appears that your insane, bold <laughs> prediction so far, so far for five weeks. Now, week one, week two, all right, a little too early. Five weeks after the quarter of the season's done, you're getting into it a little bit. Especially with most of the fantasies, not most of it, but a lot of it already, you know, a good number of it done. Your crazy bold prediction that I said you were nuts and you were bugging, and I posted it on the Instagram. 2% of the Instagram agreed with you, 2% only. Which probably was me. And- one of them was you and one other guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think one more to make it a total 2%, because now we're 1.7 or something like that. I think it was like two other people that agree with you that you said that Chris Godwin would be. The number one wide receiver 
for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that he is going to be the wide receiver one and Mike Evans will be the wide receiver two. It has seemed so far throughout the first five weeks, you are correct with your insane bold prediction. It was a wild one. It's not. It wasn't insane. It was wild. It wasn't insane. 98% of the pe- people that follow the Bureau, which great to say follows on BFB, at BFB Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. That's at BFB Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. It was insane for you to say that because 98% said you were insane. And I literally wrote the words, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's you right. Yeah, you're right. And the other one is you bugging. You bugging. You bugging. Yep. You bugging. And you stuck to your guns. Eat your crow. You believed it? Eat crow. Eat crow? Yeah. Isn't that how you say it? I, I, I never heard of that before. All right. Go ahead. Where's that from? Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> are you, are, are you looking to mess up your, your glorification right now? Because <laughs> I'm glorifying you. I'm holding you up in high regards right now. And then you come out and say something like that? No. Nah, well, eat crow nah, is like yo. be humili- humiliated by having to admit one's defeat or mistake. Never of, heard of that. Yeah. Right. Eat crow. I believe that. All right. Go ahead. But yeah, so so far you're right about 80, that. 98% E-Crow, okay? Chris Godwin is not only, the, seems to be the number one wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Chris Godwin is currently the number one wide receiver overall. <gasps> overall. The guy has had, is all, he's got 120 points on the season. Not only that, Chris Godwin, and one way that he has those 120 points is that he has the most touchdowns out of all wide receivers currently right now in the NFL with six. He has six touchdowns. And who's right behind them is Amari Cooper and then your wide receiver three and DJ Chark. Yeah. Those are the three people that are behind them. I see regression with DJ Chark, but he's even Chris Godwin. He's third in yardage, too. Third in yardage. Only people who have more yards than him are Amari Cooper and Michael Thomas. Cooper Cup and DJ Chark are right behind him. Also with Chris Godwin. The only thing with Chris Godwin, though, is a little bit, is that he doesn't have a, most receptions. He's not really up there. He with, doesn't need. No, he doesn't. Wait, wait. He wait, doesn't wait. need all those receptions. He's yeah. a burner. That's the only thing it's with Chris. It's all about yak. Yeah, yards after catch. It's all about the yak. Yeah, Chris okay. Godwin. Chris Godwin is does not have uh, a lot of catches. Like, like how, how many points did uh, Mike Evans score last week? Zero. Oh, thank you. Zero. Well, three targets. All right. So, who's the wide receiver one? The number one wide receiver overall. Oh yeah, is Chris Godwin. Oh yeah. So you are so far correct with your crazy bold prediction. Have yourself a victory lap. Where's the shot of whiskey? We'll see at the end of the match. We'll see at the end of the year. We'll talk about this still. Yes. No, but so far, it seems like a safe play with Chris Godwin. Yeah, Godwin is your, you know, if you select him in third round, fourth round, congratulations. I got him in the fourth round of a 14-team league. Wow. I had the 10th overall pick, and with keepers. So there was a lot, and it was a lot of keepers this year. So there was a lot of players already off the board. I had Aaron Jones as my keeper, so then I went Devontae Adams. Then I in, in the you know at the end of the first, then early in the second I went Joe Mixon, blah, right? Yeah, sucks. Then I went Robert Woods, which is a fine pick for the third round. It's all right. That's good. Then I safe. went. Then I went Chris Godwin early in the fourth. So, guys saw the guy. He's still there. I got to take him. It wasn't part of my plan. I was planning to go another running back there, but I didn't like most of the running backs were already gone. So I was like, all right, I'll take him. And I was hoping to you know 
get a Latavius Murray in the six, I remember, because I thought he was going to get more involved than he is, and he's having a bad year. But Well, I think it's more because Drew Brees is not the quarterback. I think it might change. Maybe. We'll see. Well, he, he wasn't back. really that involved either that much when Drew Brees he was had the quarterback. The first, first game, he, he had a decent showing, double-digit points. No. He did? I don't yeah, think he, he had like did. 9 or 11. Yeah. But um. anyway. Anyways, uh, so moving on. So uh, one guy also got to mention out. Uh, came to life. Got the touches, got the opportunities, and what a game to show up on, Josh Jacobs. There was three rushing touchdowns, and who would have thought? The by-low window for Josh Jacobs has closed. Who would have thought that, yes, it has closed. And who would have thought that uh, the Oakland Raiders would have defeated Khalil Mack and the Bears? I picked Oakland to win the game. I did, too, but who would have thought by, like, the, you know, I picked them, the, the chances they win, but I, it was really hard to, to, to make that pick. Chase Daniels. That's why. I, I just thought Khalil Mack going against his old team wasn't going to let that happen. But not only did he let that happen, but three three rushing touchdowns. It would have been Josh Jacobs, I think, would have had three rushing touchdowns on the game, and DeAndre Washington wouldn't have got that touchdown. But at that moment, uh, Josh Jacobs was out in the to the locker room. Then he came back in. But I, I almost benched him. I almost benched Josh Jacobs. Oof. It there, there, wouldn't have been that bad. A few people have. I, I won't be surprised if people have definitely uh, benched him. And I wouldn't have been mad going about against it. the Bears. So yeah, and going against the Bears, all you know, like international game so far. in London, yeah. right? Yeah, you know, uh, not involved in the past game as much as they kept saying he was going to be. Besides his first game against the the Denver Broncos, where he killed and he went off, he wasn't like that. You know, you figured also like, you know, you just you just figured it'd be like a kind of a more of a shooting kind of game, you know, figured you think the Buffalo, I mean, the Bears defense would not let the Raiders offense stay on the field for that long. But I almost benched them for Michael Gallup. So it's not like it would have been a terrible, terrible bench. No. But still, Josh Jacobs had more points. And I was thinking, I was like, Michael Gallup, Josh Jacobs, Michael Gallup. You know what? There is a chance that possibly Michael Gallup might be eased into this game after his injury. Uh, no Terrell Williams. For the Raiders, Josh Jacobs is going to get the chances, at least the most chances. So let me just go with the guy at least is going to get the most chances. That's, I ended up starting Hunter and Refro. What? Yeah, that that was a big mistake. Why? In Dynasty, did you listen to the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast? They would have told you not to. Ty, no, the thing is, Tyler Williams out. Hunter and Refro is the second leading wide receiver in targets there. So I was going to assume that he was going to be the. You know, the Cole Beasley for the Raiders and get you seven receptions for 50, 50 yards. 12 points. That's all I wanted. And he gave me nothing like that. You should have you should have added us at BAB Podcast and asked us. And I, we would have told you no. Yeah. Uh, breaking news. Coach Tomlin says Jalen Samuels had his knee scoped yesterday and will be out for about a month. Are you looking at your phone right now to go... Um, Take out Jalen Samuels. Jalen Samuels is going to be out for about a month. Yeah, I got to drop him now. James Conner has been underperforming. We know that. He's definitely been underperforming, James Conner. But now with the thing with Jalen Samuels out, uh, Mason Rudolph, who took a hard, hard hit, he took a really bad hit. It was scary. Everybody was like one knee around them, uh, has a concussion. So it looks like they're going to go with their third string quarterback at this point. They're going to probably rely a lot more on James Conner. So James Conner could see a lot more work. Pick up Benny Snell. Pick up Benny Snell. Yeah, if you have Conner, p- pick up Benny Snell as your handcuff. 
Yeah, it seems like I said they're going to have to go with a lot more work. So, just in case, because you know James Conner, yeah, James Conner is known to get banged up. So that's especially this year. He's kind of had like some knee issues. So you know he could be. You know if he's getting relied on more, this definitely uh, hurts the value of uh, Juju Smith Schuster and Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald, who has not been performing well, anyways, but it definitely hurts the value of Juju Smith Schuster, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? Not that bad because he, he he didn't do that bad. He had a touchdown, seven receptions. But yeah, but Mason Rudolph was still there. We'll see. You know, like it, it he does drop more because you're talking about the third string quarterback. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking good for those who selected Juju Smith Schuster. Unless it's like, round, unless the third string quarterback ends up being like Willie Beeman or something like that. Stay steaming, steaming Willie Beeman. Yeah. Defeat. He's like you defeat me You're dreaming <laughs> Remember that movie? Yeah of course I remember that movie Good movie yeah, Any uh, given Sunday any given, Yep any given Sunday uh, Allen Robinson had a great day also Fantastic day With uh, his seven receptions No sorry eight, Wait what do you Oh no Yeah seven receptions For those Allen Robinson owners They hope that it's Chase Daniels Their quarterback Because it seems like he does a lot better With Chase Daniels It's not much of a uh, the emotion, you know, as far as uh, quarterback is concerned, because it's not like Trubisky has yeah, been doing exactly. anything good. He hasn't been that good in general. Yeah, but uh, but at least when you have like these backup quarterbacks, they tend to look for the best player on the field to make it safer for them to make them look better. So it's a uh, you know that that's what they tend to do when you when they look for the best quarterback, the best receivers on the field. So yeah, o- only if Allen Robinson had a good quarterback, I think he'll be one of the top wide receivers. He's that talented. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Boyd had a great day. We know with uh, you know, John Ross out, um, AJ Green still out. So, yeah, Tyler Boyd had a fantastic day with fourteen targets, ten receptions, a hundred and twenty-three yards, and a touchdown. Fantastic. Yeah, that is fantastic. Yeah, he had a really good day, and he started off a little slow, but you know, but. It came up, you know, this was the reason that Tyler Boyd was one of my fantasy crushes for this reason. I knew Adrian Green was going to be out. AJ Green may continue to be out even if he comes back because of the fact that he might get hurt easily. Um, and John Ross is also injury prone, which he's on on the IR. So Tyler Boyd was going to be the main guy for a while. This is so far. It's coming to fruition. AJ Green, I mean, with them being winless, who knows if they're going to even rush him back. At the same time, it's not like that. I think they're going to keep AJ Green in their future because AJ Green, you know, has to be on a win now type of team because he's gone the back end of his career. He's constantly getting hurt. So, you know, I'm sure they're going to play him this year. That's that. That's my prediction. They're going to definitely play him this year. And I don't know. I don't know what his contract's like right now, but I don't think they they're when they plan to fix their future. I don't think AJ Green is in their future. They have to fix up their offensive line a lot. They had to fix up their quarterback and, uh, you know, beef up the defense a little more, right? Yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup's always there. Always has himself a day. Of course, he's, you know, uh, leading the league in targets, whopping 17 targets for Cooper Cup with nine receptions and a touchdown. Uh, Jared Goff loves Cooper Cup. Loves him. Yeah, the Rams loves Cooper Cup as well. Uh, he's looking like a beast. Uh there's not not much you can say about him. He he runs great target, uh, great routes, catches. You know he's good. He's consistent. He's the Mister Consistent for the Rams right now. He's the MVP there. Number one wide receiver uh, for the Rams is showing off. And so far, my prediction of Brandon Cooks being a bust has been too good so far. 
Not because he hasn't been played. He has some games where he played I, well. I think it's more because of Goff. It's it's he's underperforming because of Goff and because of all the other targets on that team. And he's getting he still gets the attention, Brandon Cook. So he's underperforming what his at what his draft position is. As far as uh Asia Green, he's a unrestricted free agent next season. Oh, see? So yeah, I don't think that he's any plans for the future. I think he'll probably sign somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, if he wants to anywhere near well, I watch him go to the Patriots. <laughs> not a, not a bad look for him. No, not a bad look for him at all. Maybe Stefan Diggs will go there before him. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. He might. You want to be wrong about that. What about the top tight end of the week? George Kittle. <laughs> finally, finally coming back to life. Six receptions with eight targets with a touchdown, 70 yards. He gave you 20.8 points. Number two. Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett. I hope everybody played Darren Fells. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I played him over O.J. Howard. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. I, I wish I did. Two O.J. Targets, Howard's not doing nothing. Two targets, two receptions, two touchdown passes. Hey, 20, two, two, two. Two targets, two receptions, it, 20 yards, two touchdown passes. If O.J. Howard could just give me, you know, the three targets that he gets with one reception for 10 yards, just give me a touchdown at least. I'll be happy with that. Give me eight points. At least... Give me the eight points. I don't want no two points. Right. Or 1.6. You know, Gerald Everett is a guy that you have to go and select in the waiver wire. He, he Look look how many targets he's getting. 11 targets. He's getting double-digit targets in the last two weeks. It seems like they're implementing the tight ends as well. Maybe perhaps that's the reason why Cooks is uh, underperforming because he's not getting those type of looks because they're implementing a different type of offense scheme. You know, bringing the tight ends, emphasizing on the tight ends. Gerald Everett's only has two more targets than Jared Cook. That's it. All right. It's not like Jared Jared Cook's not getting the targets. Jared Cook is ranked 12th as far as targets go, and Gerald Everett is ranked ninth. He's tied with Will Disley for that those targets. But Gerald Everett drops the ball a lot, though. There was a couple of passes that had gone his way that he's been dropping. So I still wouldn't trust him. There's like I. I Look, if you look at all these wide receivers as far as targets, like I trust Evan Ingram, of course. I trust Darren Waller. I trust Mark, Mark uh, Andrews. I trust Will Disley more than him. Yeah, but these are players that are not on the waiver wire. Players that are on the waiver wire, at least. Yeah. Uh, well, O'Shanna, o- O'Shaughnessy is out. He's out like for the him. season. Yeah, he's out for the season. I, I had him in dynasty. He's done. Yeah. So uh, a player that is- I'd rather have Jimmy Graham if he's on the waiver wire than uh, Gerald Everett. As far as tight ends for the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, scoop up Josh Oliver. He's a rookie. He's dynamic. He's athletic. And then Jeffrey Swain, part of that? Jeff yeah, Swain. but uh, it seems like they're not really implementing him. Mm. So I'll, I'll go with uh, the upside with Josh Oliver. He he lost his job to uh, Sha- uh, O'Shaughnessy, you know? O'Shaughnessy was good. Yeah, but we all expected Jeff Swain to be the starting tight end. I hear you. And that did not happen. What a but what a week. What a week this has been. Yeah. So anyway. Austin Hooper continues to ball out. Yeah, he's looking really good. Yeah, he's you know, he's it. he's gonna end up a top six, type top seven tight end. You definitely, definitely got overperformed so far for his uh his ADP. Yes, yes, yes. Uh you know, Russell Wilson had not that great of a game for I'm sorry, Russell Wilson. I mean uh what? Patrick Mahomes, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, he's hurt. Uh, well he got yeah. High ankle sprain. Freaking three hundred Pound man just freaking collapsed on him. So uh, that that kind of uh, is bringing him down a bit. Uh, who else had a pretty good game? Julian Edelman always has a solid game. You know, like he's consistent. He's just like Kento's favorite player. 
Is he? Yes, Kettle's favorite player as far as he, he likes Julian Edelman with the beard or without the beard. Either way, he just he doesn't whatever helps him get the fancy points because Julian Edelman is always consistent there with those fancy points. Um, Brian Pringle is he somebody you looking at the wave wire? Watch. There's a possibility because if Tyreek Hill ends up being out this week and Sammy Watkins, you're talking about he's going to be you know competing for targets with. With uh, you know the the other two wide receivers, you know the you know uh, Miko Harmon and um, what's the other kid's name? Demarius uh, De- Demarcus, Demarcus Robinson. So yeah, look what he has done, and you know you have to buy some shares in that offense because you know if you play him as a flex play, well he's going to give you five points or twenty eight points. What he just did 20, 20 points, twenty five points. You you have to take it. You know well. Uh, I wouldn't really waste a waiver wire pick on him. Uh, there is a, some notable, noticeable He's, teams. He won't be my priority waiver wire pickup. No, no. no. But okay. there are some noticeable teams. This is the first week we have of the season where four teams are on a bye. It was always two. Now, four teams are on a bye this week with the Bills, the Bears, the Colts, and the Raiders. So there's some noticeable players there that are missing, like John Brown, who's been – very, very good this year, and he's been very consistent with everything over John Brown. Solid flex player. Solid. He is def- solid flex player every week. He is definitely overperforming, way outperforming his ADP. I mean, currently, John Brown is the 19th wide receiver overall. He is a wide receiver two for the moment, but I see him as definitely as like a wide, mid wide receiver two, more or less with upside. That's how I see him. You know what I mean? Like, He's overperforming. He's doing better than guys like uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, doing better than Jarvis Landry. Uh, you know, he's he's just doing... Odell Beckham. He's doing... Is he? He's doing better than Brandon Cooks. I know. Odell doing, Beckham is not no Josh one, Gordon. No, where is Odell Beckham? Where is he ranked? <laughs> he's not even it. in the top 50. No, no. He has to be somewhere in the 50. No, I don't he see him. He had a good him. week the first week. Oh yeah, right there. He's number thirty four. Sorry. Okay, we're about yeah. to say. Yeah, no, he's number. He's ranked number thirty four right now, Odell. But uh, yeah, John Brown is having a very, very, very good year, and uh, this is the this is overperforming even our expectations. I knew he was going to be good, solid late round pick, but he's definitely doing better than uh, we expected. I'm just sad, which is why I was even considered about trade. Why you said? No, because I have Odell Beckham oh, and Travis God. Landry <laughs> in my dynasty. Oh, my God. And, uh, so and you had Baker Mayfield in another one. Yeah, I got Baker Mayfield. Oh, in, my in God. One. Odell must be pissed. <laughs> well, it's it's his fault. Anyways, yeah, like like freaking the, the, he's doing he's doing just as good as the Giants right now. Probably yeah. would be doing better than the Giants, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He would definitely be. He would be happy right now, but no. Um, so, yeah, so. Like now, because I have John Brown, I'm even more comfortable in trading away somebody like on my team, like like another one of my top three wide receivers for another running back because I have John Brown to play as a flex. So, uh, so John Brown could be missing. So maybe there might be some implication over there. You, uh, for the Chicago Bears, you're out if you have um, David Montgomery, Allen Robinson, which are and Tariq Cohen, the most noticeable Bears that are out for the week. With the Colts, yeah, you know T. Y. Hilton it hurts to lose this week. He's Marlon you know, Mack. And Marlon Mack. Now, T.Y. Hilton has, did you know, didn't do that great last week, you know, but it's okay. But he's been doing fantastic this year so far, T.Y. Hilton, except besides missing that one game. So it's another week without T.Y. Hilton for you guys and Marlon Mack. Now it sucks. And with the Oakland Raiders, obviously, just uh, Josh Jacobs is the most noticeable person you're going to be missing, especially after that huge game he had last week. It's, uh, it's sad to be missing him this week. 
Uh, so let's get into that. Speaking about the, we you know about the uh the bye weeks. Let's talk about who is waiver wire worthy. Uh, so not necessarily anybody I see that jumps off the page that you got to go get. But if you are an Everett Ingram person, uh, an owner, and you're missing uh him for the week because of an injury, or I can't really. Oh, if you're missing Darren Waller, that's the other one I missed. Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller from the Raiders are two big people that you're missing. So if you're missing somebody like Darren Waller or if you have Evan Ingram hurt, pick up Chris Hernan. Yes. Sam Donald is available, is back uh, to play for this week. So it looks like he will play this week. So pick up Chris Hernan, only, only 11% of ESPN leagues. Definitely somebody that you would want to look there to uh, pick up to fill in that tight end void that you may have. Gerald Everett, too. Gerald Everett too, yeah, he'd be worth the pickup. You know what I mean? Why uh, not? Why not? You know, they they the defense is not doing that well. They're being forced to throw the ball a lot more. So Gerald Everett could possibly be uh somebody to pick up. Uh, and also this comes some news. This is somebody may want to pick up. Maybe not to play for this week, obviously, but with the news that Henry could be returning soon. This is, you know, get ahead of the curve right now. I mean, he's only 45% of league, so he might not be out there. But, hey, if he's still out there, you know, it's it might, even if it's just one more week, it he, might just jump might ahead play, of the curve. There's a possible chance he plays this week. I don't I think, think it's going to happen. a low chance, yeah. Yeah, I think his uh, timetable is going to be two weeks from now. Yeah, like a week, but, you know, it's a, it's a good opportunity to start jumping ahead of the curve. Yeah, I traded for him uh, in one of my dynasties. You know, I have O.J. Howard and... OJ Howard, we all know it's not looking good. No. So I traded for Hunter Henry. I, I traded for him. I got it for a third round pick. So I gave away, gave away a third round pick for Hunter Henry. So hopefully that pans out. If he comes back in three weeks, you know, I'm trying to win a championship. Obviously, we all we are all, but I'm one of the favorites. <laughs> if he comes back, you, you, we all know what type of tight end he is. He doesn't need high volume. You know, he's a guy that is in the red zone, end zone. Gives you a touchdown. He's there Antonio reception. Gates again. Yeah. yeah. He, he's a solid guy that's going to give you double well, digits. You know? Antonio Gates for the red zone because Antonio Gates is used always always with the Chargers. So. Yeah. Um, but that's a good one, yeah. If you want to be ahead of the curve, yeah. although he's highly owned in most leagues, you know, 40, 45%. Yeah. Uh, he's a guy that you should definitely target if you have a roster to burn. Uh, Chase Edmonds, somebody also you want to look at. I'm not sure if David Johnson is going to miss time with that back injury. Yeah, but, he locked up his back, right? So. Yeah, but, uh, you know, he's listen, he's averaging 6.7 yards per carry so far this year, uh, Chase Edmonds. And, uh, you know, if if uh, Johnson does miss, I don't think he's going to get the value that Johnson would have gotten. But did, besides Chase Edmonds, there's really nobody else in that backfield. You know what I mean? That's why he's a good pickup. You he's, know? Yeah, he's definitely a good pickup, definitely right now especially. I mean, because, like, let me look here and see who's on, else is on the team. Oh, DJ Foster. That's it. No, no. And you, they utilize just the running back. Like, the usage rate for run, one running back is, like, 90% of the time. You yeah. Know, but Chase Edmond wasn't even seeing the field when David Johnson was starting. You yeah. Know, or is starting, you know. But like I said, I don't think he's going to get the volume that David Johnson would have gotten. But literally uh, all on you their, need is receptions from him. That's it. Literally on the depth chart. It's just Chase Edmonds, DJ Foster. That's it. Would you pick up Jonathan Hillman? Hillman. I would not. I don't <laughs> think he's all that good. I know it's funny. Yes. But I, I, I don't think... I. I don't think he's all that good. Uh, I'll, I'll skip. He, I'll pass. Elijah Penny looked better than him last week. I mean, Jonathan Hillman looked all right in the preseason, but uh, with his real, I mean, Elijah Penny looked like he did okay. I mean, he's really a fullback, Elijah Penny, but he ran the ball decently well. He looks like really strong. Uh, but Jonathan Hillman, I mean, Wayne Gallman could you know could possibly return, but Saquon Barkley could be back next week. Not this game coming up against Thursday. He's not going to play, but he could be back next week. 
Yeah, uh, Wayne Gallman might miss this week also. We'll see. But uh, Jonathan Hillman, I wouldn't even play him this week anyways. So Another player that uh, you should be, in, you know, looking to pick up is Edo Smith. Edo Smith continues to split time with Devonta Freeman. And uh, Smith could have a chance, a big role, if Freeman misses some time. Uh, he pretty much is getting 47% of the snaps for the Falcons. Mm-hmm. And it's not like... Devonta Freeman has done anything to to show that or solidify that he is the number one running back in that offense at the moment. You know, he's not looking convincing. He's not looking. He's doing okay. He's doing he, better. Because he's getting the, the volume, you know. But if yeah. you look at Edo Smith, Edo Smith is doing all right, you know. Uh, so far, you know, he's averaging, what, 6.4 fantasy points per game. That's not bad for uh, a second running back, you know, second tier running back in that offense. So he's just one injury away to take over that offense. Edo Smith's averaging seven fantasy points per game. Uh, well, all right, seven. Po- which more? You, you know, uh, more points. <laughs> but uh, but still, yeah, it's more. But you know, I mean, I don't know. It's just the big. I mean, obviously, you know, Edo Smith missed the game, but the attempts is just totally different. The yards are totally different. I mean, the only thing he's doing better, Edo Smith, is that he has a rushing touchdown and he's averaging more yards per carry, five point two, as opposed to Devontae Freeman's three point two. You know, it's you know what it is for me. Biggest five point two. That's that's significantly. That's better. significant. The whole two yards. But the thing yeah. is, for me, is the passing game is where Defonte Freeman is being used more. He has. Edo Smith is getting some pass attempts too. He's got fourteen. Well, Edo's got fourteen. Freeman's got twenty six. But he's got double the receptions. Freeman and he's got his. The yardage is insanely different. Edo Smith has eighty seven yards. Devontae Freeman has one hundred and seventy three. He's the number one running back for that offense. Yeah, so I, so like all I'm saying is Edo Smith is a good pickup. I'm not saying he might be the number one waiver wire uh, priority, but if if you're a Freeman owner or you know you're light on running backs, he's someone that just one injury away could also take over for that offense. I hear you. I don't. I mean, I'm not worried about Edo Smith doing anything, but I hear you. Okay. Uh, the only quarterback that you possibly may be missing for this week is possibly Jacoby Brissett. If that's the case, and if you need a quarterback to stream for the week, go ahead and make sure you get Garter Minshew. Garter Minshew is a good play. He's not like a top 10 op- option, but he's definitely somebody that you want to look like, uh, want to look to play for this week that you can still grab up off the waiver wire that could still be available, uh, you know, I would I would play Gardner Minshew for this week. Yeah, and another one is uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater is another one. Yeah, he has he has the weapons. Look what he has done last week, and you know he hasn't proven a reason why you you should not start him. Or you know he's a good streamable uh, quarterback. You should also look into that to see if your opponent's t- uh, quarterback was Gardner Minshew. I mean, sorry, was Jacoby Brissett? You could look and pick up somebody like Gardner Minshew to block him from grabbing him for playing him. Oh yeah, keep you away. Know, yeah, keep you, away. You, you can play that keep away stuff if you want. So look, look at the waiver wires. You know, if your guy's missing Marlon Mack this week, if your you know opponent's missing him, see who else you could pick up to. Um, you know, like like if you want to pick, go ahead and pick up uh, Chase Edmonds because you don't want him grabbing him to play him. So Sam Darnold is another uh, quarterback that you could pick up. Well, he's going against the Cowboys. They have pretty good defense. I don't know about that. It, well, I think in the long run, he might be someone that's going to be uh, on the up and up. Probably. He was one of the top quarterbacks last week. I mean, last season, the last five games he played, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, and Auden Tate, as you mentioned, too, uh, decently, de- you know, it's a decent pickup to have. Not like, a, you know, you know, you have to go get him. But if you need a wide receiver, he's also a decent pickup to have, at least Auden Tate, because of the fact that it's mainly him and Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Jamison Crowder is another one. I know he's on about 53%. Yeah, it's hard leagues. to find him. 
But just in case, you know, you got Sam Darnold that's back. There's There might be teams that have dropped Jamison Crowder because, you know, obviously they have no quarterback. So just look out, see if he's out there. He's someone that I think will definitely be very valuable, especially with Sam Darnold back. And he could definitely be yeah, a wide receiver really good. three flex play. He did very good week one as far as PPR goes with Sam Darnold. So I'm, I'm happy with Sam Darnold be back because I, I own the shares of Jamison Crowder. So uh, especially in the one where I'm looking at the trade away a wide receiver for running back. So that may be a good uh, pickup, actually, if he's still there. If he's there, you should definitely get him. And another player that I do like is uh, Preston Williams. Don't laugh. Do not laugh. I'm not. I said he was the best uh, Dolphin to get. Yeah, do not laugh. You know, he he is going against the Washington Redskins, and we saw what the Redskins do and allow to wide receivers. He has been seeing good amount of targets. Five, the, he's seen five, six, 12, seven targets. He's leading the, the, the team in targets. He's getting a dis- decent amount of uh, receptions, four receptions, 46 yards. He's a good low-end flex there might be a possibility where he keeps on growing in this offense. This undrafted free agent, uh, he's emerging to be the number one wide receiver in that offense. He's he's finally taken, you know, the, uh, I guess you could say the crown from Devontae Parker, who has been a very... Who? Devontae Parker. Who? Parker. I never heard of him. Never heard of him? I've never seen him play. I think he's cousins with a uh, second cousin. Oh, with, uh, stop. Spider-Man. Don't you dare. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't you dare. But uh, all in all, he's looking like the wide receiver one for that offense. And uh, he, he's in his role. His role is going to continue to to grow. And with the Redskins, is, this is probably a good matchup where you could, you know, you could stream him at least for this week. Can you believe that we may witness our very first? It's possible you could see two teams being O and O and tie. That's a possibility. That'd be amazing to watch. That that that, that is oh that is my god, crazy. that'd be crazy. All now, right, now I'm rooting for that. Hey, one more, Jacoby Myers for the Patriots. Why? Why? Philip Dorsett. He's injured. No, but he's going to be played this week. Is he? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Well, you know, if monitor that. If it seems like Philip Dorsett is going to be out, Jacoby Myers. This might be his opportunity. Hmm. Hmm. Then you were saying Myers the kicker. Like, wait, why? <laughs> no, no, no. And there you're sleeping. All right. That's <laughs> and oh, Paul Richardson. All right. Paul Richardson. <laughs> All right, party people. Uh, that's the show for today. Once again, hit us up at BNB Podcast. Anytime you have any questions about anything, hit us up. Let us know what you think. And uh, just another, we'll be back to you soon this week. We'll be back again to talk about all the games this week. Peace, party people. Bye-bye, BFA. Gracias.